So again, this is our weekly call. If you're new, we're here every Monday. Every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard, and 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, also, you can catch these on podcast. Um, I'll drop the link. I've been uploading them um, more consistently now, so you guys can check those out. And I'm happy that you guys are here. Super, super blessed, super grateful. So today's call, it's it's titled Strike. It's titled Strike. And I know that you guys will, will see why it's titled Strike. Um, in a moment. Um, but I just want to say thank you for your guys' consistency. Um, I want to say thank you for especially big shout out to Papi Shampoo for recently opening the doors to his house where we had a moment family together, right? Where there was some people that were strangers, some people that were new, some people that have been here with us a little bit longer, but we were able to, to share our whys. Um, and in that moment, um, we it, it was a very intimate moment um, where one of the gentlemen, you know, he shared something that I thought was super powerful because it was very honest. And he said, and I just want to share this. It's not so much doesn't have to do so much with the call today, but it's very powerful. And he said, look, my why as to as to getting involved into entrepreneurship, um, it was not. It's not, it wasn't my mom, right? Everybody says, you know, their parents, he said, and honestly, for me, like, that was not my why. You know, when I started this, my, my, my mom wasn't it. It's not like I wasn't doing it for her. But he said, until last, until last week. He said, about a week ago, he was, you know, any regular day and out of the blue, right, he, or more, rather, she, right, calls him and crying right telling him that she does not she doesn't want to go to work anymore right that she's tired that she's tired um that she's sick of it right now imagine this you're pretty much a grown man um and your mom breaks down right she breaks down and she's in tears because she has to go to work She's in tears because she's worked her whole life. Because maybe we're 20 in our 20s. Um, some of us maybe maybe younger and maybe a little older, but you know, our parents have been here for probably twice as long, working twice as long, going through life. Um, not with the blessings that we've had, you know. Almost I can almost guarantee you that every generation before us had it a lot harder. Um, with even the most simple things, like even in in you know, developed countries back then, like life just wasn't as comfortable as it is now. Um, and, and he, and he shared that with, with everybody that, that having her, you know, break down and cry, it was just a big moment for him. It was a moment where he said, look, I got to step up my game. I have to do more. Um, and all these calls that, that we do, all these trainings, um, they're ultimately to become that, that best version of ourselves. Um, because people are relying on us, whether we're aware of it or not, and whether it's it's at this point in time or maybe in the future, right? Because maybe your mom, maybe your dad, maybe they're set right now. But what if in a year, two years time, they're tired? You know, are you going to be ready? Are you going to be prepared for for that phone call, right? Because we don't know what life has for us. Um, if this year has shown us anything, it's that 
what you think is going to happen. It never really happens um, just as you imagine, right? And very, very few times. And there's a saying that if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans, right? If you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans, because um, I guarantee you that the good things, you know, his will will be done. But because of, you know, his freedom for us to act and, and giving us the, that willpower to decide, then, of course, there's there's bad in the world, you know? Why? Because of free choice. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, his will will be done, even if it's through others' negative actions. Um, but things happen, things come up. And, you know, are we going to be ready? Are we going to be prepared? Um, and I think that's why we do these calls to grow, um, to get in a better place. Um, but again, thank you for, for sharing that with us. Um, I mean, I know it was a, a reminder to me um, to go harder, right, to, to strike. Um, and so I'll get into that <clears throat> right now, the, the strike. Uh, and so in the Bible, there's a story where um, Elijah, he hears God's word, right? And, and Elijah is this farmer. So he's a, you know, average guy. Um, and he hears God's word and it's, it's a, a big plan and a big vision and a big future for him. Right, so what Elijah does is he he actually burns um, his cart. Right, he's a farmer. He burns his cart. He kills his ox. Uh, and so this is right the epitome of what we say: burn, you know, burn your bridges so that you can't go back to the comfortable, to the easy. Imagine that, like, if if anybody here um, maybe has a job, like, imagine going to your job tomorrow and telling your boss, like, hey. I don't know, maybe cussing them out, right? Or maybe making a fit. Literally, maybe just literally think about burning the building down. Like you'd be fired for sure. Probably, probably never get hired anywhere else. Um, and that's what he did. He literally ensured that he, this guy would not be hired anywhere else. Nobody is gonna want him ever again, right? He's, he's the farmer that burnt his cart down and killed his ox. Like, look, buddy, no thank you, right? No thank you. Um, so he literally put himself in the mercy of God. He had nothing but a vision. He had nothing um, but the word. And he gave up everything for that. You know, and, and what's crazy is um, in, in today, today's time like with maybe what we do, we don't even ask anybody to go burn down your office building. We don't say go quit your job. Um, we say let's get prepared so that, you know, you can walk away from it. Um, but in reality, if 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 you if you think about it right when when you see those leaps of um, true growth it tends to be after you've let go of your past right it tends to be after you've given up maybe that nine to five and that does give you that more time to really pursue what is your calling um, and the danger of God's plans you know what what puts these plans in danger the big vision that God has for you. Um, it's the comfort of the familiar. And I think we need to be very aware that our own comfort with the familiar is a big burden. Because we're, we're comfortable. We know when we're going to get paid. or We know about how much we're going to get paid. Um, maybe we know that our, our boyfriend, our girlfriend is going to be there. But they might be that toxic boyfriend or girlfriend, right? Like, they're not they're not what's meant for us but just because we've been in that relationship for so long that's what we're familiar with that we're scared to to walk away 
right? Maybe, maybe that friendship, that friend of yours that you've known since kindergarten, right? You've known him for so long. You're like, well, how could I walk away from that friendship? But that friendship, it's that same, that same individual, maybe that man, that woman that now she or he, they're, they're not that same person that you met in elementary school, right? Like now, what are they doing? Maybe they're out drinking. Maybe they're out doing drugs, right? Maybe they're in the wrong crowd. And that's not for you, right? Just because it's familiar, just because it's convenient doesn't mean it's what you're called for. And that's something that I know in my life I've, I've experienced um, plenty, right? Staying connected to certain individuals because it was convenient, because it was easy, because it was familiar. And, and it's not what was called for me. It's not at all what was called for me um, because, you know, one of the things that maybe when it comes to, to relationships, right, that convenient is not always the answer because God will give you substance, not just surface. He'll give you substance, not just surface. And a lot of the times what everything that, that shines isn't gold, right? Everything that shines isn't gold. And sometimes it looks nice, but it's not for us. Right? It looks nice but it's not for us. It can look good, but if it doesn't look God, then walk away. Uh, and with that, I'll get into one of the, one of the parts of scripture that, that I really like. Um, so it's in the new, so the, the, the version that I'm reading is the new King James version. Um, and it's two Kings 13, 17. And what's happening in the, in this part of scripture, right? So Elijah, this is, you know, sometime later where he, he it really is a man of God at this point in time, right? He, he's not just this farmer anymore. Um, he, he's, a, he's a man of God and he's actually with, with the king of Israel, right? And, and at this point in time, Elijah is sick. And so um, it's clear that he is um, going to die, right? It's clear he's going to die. And the king of Israel, knowing um, basically that Elijah had God's favor, and that maybe things were going well for all of Israel because of Elijah. He was asking him for help, right? He was asking him for, for guidance, for wisdom, um, because there was, you know, there's a lot of wars in this place and time. And so um, he, Elijah tells, tells the king, get a bow and some arrows. And he did so. Take the bow in your hands. He said to the king of Israel, when he had taken it, Elijah put his hands on the king's hands. He said, open the east window. And east in Hebrew, um, what, what east meant was basically everything beforehand, like the time before, time before you, right? The, the old. Um, and when, when I was basically studying this part of scripture, I, didn't, I did not catch these things. This is why I think it's important to get mentorship, to put yourself in the environment with others that know a lot more. Um, and so I, the way I was able to understand this was thanks to Pastor uh, John Gray and listening to him speak and listening to, to his, his word. Um, and he was telling us that the East is the past and sometimes or time before. God will have our, our vision, our future planned beforehand, right? Um, and and if you, if you really, really think about it, um, every single one of us has something inside of us from the day we're born, 
right, from the day we're born, and maybe we see bits and pieces of it throughout our childhood, right? And then when we really let it, we can really develop it into, into our um, maybe teenage years, into our adulthood, and let it manifest into great, great things. Um, but not everybody does. Regardless, it's there, right? So it was there even before you were born. It was there since the moment that you were made. Um, and our, our future, where we're headed, it's something that's already been written, right? Now, it's just a matter of are we really going to walk into, into that version of ourselves? And so he said, open the east window, he said, and he opened it, shoot. Elijah said, and he shot. The Lord's arrow of victory, the arrow of victory over Iran. Um, and actually, that is in a different version is where he says the victory, the arrow of victory. Um, in the New King James Version, he says the arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of deliverance from Syria. So he does this right. And he shoots this arrow. And with that alone, he is supposed to defeat. Right. Basically, this army that, that's coming upon him. And to me, what? What is very, very important is this, this, next, um, this next part. He says, you must strike the Syrians at Aphek. So you have destroyed them. Okay. And so Aphek, it's, it's a city that, um, it's a very, very like important city um, at the time in Israel that if you, if you won that, you probably basically won the war. Now, a lot of times in our life, Right, we we face Aphek, right? We face these enclosures, we face these trials, we face these difficulties. Um, but since opening the windows to the east, we've had everything it takes to defeat the Syrians, to defeat um, and overcome what it is that that we're facing. But we're not aware, right? We're not aware. We don't know. No one's told us, or quite the opposite. They've told us that we're not enough. They've told us that we didn't have what it takes. They told us right, based off of maybe where we're born, that it's not for us, right, if you grew up like, like myself, um, for me, the, the route was just go to school, go to college, get a job, go work for somebody, right, be, um, be better than me, but, but don't be great, because, I mean, if you, if you shoot for, for great, then you might fail, and if you fail, then you don't have a job, and if you don't have a job, then you'll be poor, and you don't want to be poor, um, but it's never, well, what are you going to do, to fulfill your purpose? What are you going to do that makes you happy? What are you going to do that makes an impact? Um, it was always about just fitting into the norm, right? Fitting into society. But that's not what God wants for us. Um, you know, an average life isn't what we're made for. Um, we are meant to be, regardless of if we're farmers, to be sitting at the, at the table with kings, right? Because we are kings. We are queens. And if we continue with this part of scripture, this is this is one of the big the big moments for me um, reading this part. And it's on it's verse 18 through 20. He said. Take the arrows, the king took them and Elijah told him, strike the ground. OK, so Elijah tells the king, strike the ground. And the scripture says that he struck it three times and stopped. Three times and stopped. The man of God was angry with him and said, you should have struck. You should have struck 
the ground five or six times. Then you would have defe defeated Aram and completely destroyed it, but now you will defeat it only three times. And again, this 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 kind of went over my head, and I said, well, why why is he mad? And what do you mean by you've only defeated it three times and you would have completely destroyed it? Um, and then I realized that this is actually a very big representation of us. You know, sometimes in life, you know, God puts us in this in a in a moment where we can really capitalize, right? He puts us in a, in a, in a good place. And, and for some reason, we only strike three times. Like God has given you everything, right? He sets you up and we become casual, right? Has anybody here ever been or caught themselves being casual with their blessings? I have. I have. I've been casual. And a lot of times we don't notice this until afterwards when maybe you're talking to someone and they're like, wait a second, you were where? You were with who? You and and you didn't and you didn't like. You didn't ask right, me for, for that raise. You didn't ask the girl out. Right. Like she was right there. She was she puckered her lips and you didn't kiss her, bro. What? Right. Sometimes like we don't even we were put in that in that place. To, to really maybe destroy, to overcome, but we only strike three times. Listen, we have to understand that in these moments, we have to take advantage, right? We can't just be casual with our blessings. We have to understand that others will maybe kill to be where we're at, to have what we have. And God's placing you there for a reason, right? The reason that, that um, Elijah was mad because he said, you know, strike the ground until you know you destroy them and, and he struck three times he didn't say strike three times he said strike um what do you say exactly he says strike the ground right strike the ground he didn't say stop he didn't say only do it once twice he didn't put a number but he had told him that that's how you will completely destroy the airmen's at Aphek. um and so sometimes we don't do what we're supposed to do because we become casual with our blessings we have to really fight that mindset of us not being enough or maybe they being scared to fail or maybe saying, well, what if it doesn't work out, right? Because at the end of the day, like if it does not work out, then you're back where you started and chances are you're not losing anything, right? But what you lose if you don't go harder is the possibilities of what can be. With our line of business, um, I have no problem telling people to go all in because chances are the, the individuals reaching out to you aren't happy with what they have, right? Chances are the people that, you know, do need more income are probably struggling with income, right? They're, a lot of them might be broke or on the border of. And if this doesn't work out, then they're probably right where they started. Right. If, if they were, you know, what's $400 in your bank account versus $200 in your bank account, right? Like $200, like if $200 is a lot to you, you're broke. Probably, right? Let's be honest. Let's be super, super real. If you're like, well, I can't afford a $200 investment, then good. Then you should be making that investment because you're not in a good place financially if 200 is too much for you. Right. And so let's, let's, let's strike again and again and again 
right? Because God does not want you to live in mediocrity. God doesn't want you to just strike once, twice, and three times. He wants you to strike until, right? Um, I don't know if you if you guys have heard the, the story, um, but Alex Morton said it on one of the calls, and he said there's only one tribe to that, that ever existed that every time they did the rain dance, it rained. Only one. Only one tribe. And so many people said, including me, I'm like, what? Like, that's crazy, right? Like, what? Like, every time this tribe danced, they would rain. And I'm like, that's some, that's some sorcery stuff right there. Like, what, what were they doing with this dance? You know, like, I'm in Arizona. It doesn't rain too often. And I, and I started planting things out here. And I'm like, I need to learn that dance because, like, what do I got to do? Just let me know, okay? And then he said this, and my mind just said, right? This is what that tribe did that no other tribe did, okay? They danced until it rained. They never stopped until it rained. You guys understand that? They didn't do anything crazy. They didn't do no hocus pocus. They just danced until they were striking and striking and striking and stopping the ground and stopping the ground and stopping the ground until... Right? Not until they were tired, until they were done. And a lot of us we're, we're stopping when we're tired. We have to, to learn to not stop when we're tired. Maybe take take a rest when you're tired, but don't stop. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Because if you dance until it rains, then you're gonna be that tribe that they're gonna talk about. You're gonna be that one tribe in history that every time they danced, it rained. If you want to achieve great things you can't just stop at three it's not three strikes in your route it's strike and strike and strike and strike and strike again because all of us are going to come and, and and be hit right we might be the the somebody else stomping on us right like maybe somebody needs to stomp on us to get to where they need to be and good job i'm happy for you but now it's my turn so now i gotta strike and strike and stomp and stomp and stop and keep going until because God wants that for me. God wants that for you. Josue, God wants greatness for you, bro. Ale, God wants greatness for you. Alex, God wants greatness for you. For every single one of us on this call, like it's no secret. We're here for a reason. And it's not, it's not to just see what happened. The reason we have our vision boards is because we should see ourselves and acknowledge the fact that that is. That's, that's ours. We're no different than everybody else that has exactly what they have. They, they were not made any more special. They were not made any more blessed than we are. If they have God's favor, it's because they ask for it. It's because they pray to him. They ask him for it. Because I guarantee you that the reason maybe that you're putting in work, that you're staying consistent, but that, that you're doing everything that you should be doing, and maybe you're not getting where you think you should be, Maybe because you haven't asked God to bless you, right? Because we can't get anywhere without his blessing. I guarantee it. Because you know what? You might not even have to be doing all that you're doing. Maybe all you need is his blessing. Maybe all that you need is his blessing. So just ask, pray, take a minute, ask God, hey, God, is this what you want of me? Hey, God, is, is this where I'm supposed to go? Hey, God, is, is this what I'm supposed to do? 
Aim for what is conducive to destiny, not for what is convenient. So strike the ground and keep on striking. Be stubborn, right? You don't have to have the skill set. You don't have to have the resources. You don't have to have the rich parents. You don't have to have the chairman mentor at your side every living moment, right? But keep going. Keep striking. Don't give up. Right, God is there. He's, he's telling you, keep on striking. Not once, not twice, not three times. But victory is yours. He gave you the arrows of victory. So just trust, have faith, and understand that what is yours is yours. He will never withhold anything good from those that walk in righteousness. I remembered it this time. Whew, God is good. God is good. Um. So like I say, um, every time, you know, get into the word and it'll get into you, right? Read the Bible and it will read you. Listen to the Bible and it will listen to you. Familia, I love you guys. Um, I appreciate you guys. Um, that's the message for today. Just keep striking. Don't stop. Um, if you're tired, take a rest, but don't give up. Um, what scriptures do I recommend? Maybe to start Psalms is there's a lot of wisdom in Psalms. Um, that's one that I, I, I particularly like. And then, you know, Genesis is just powerful um, as well. But there, there's, I, I think it depends. It'll speak to you, Marcellus. Um, it'll, it'll definitely speak to you, man. Um, and again, I love you guys. I appreciate you. We'll be here again next week. Um, familia, I hope your Thanksgiving, like I said, was amazing. Um, these next 30, right? December's already ours. 2020, crazy, but 2020 was our year. It really was. 2020 was our year. Can't nobody tell me otherwise. Nobody can tell me otherwise. Um, all of us are here. We can say, yo, we've survived and not just survived. We're, we're thriving. Um, we're going to continue to thrive. We're going to continue to be blessed. We're going to continue to pray to God and ask him to to guide us to do better, to be better, to be more like him and 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 grow in our faith. Um, you know, and Father God, I, I pray and I ask that you continue to bless everybody, not just on this call, but the whole team, um, every family, every individual, continue to allow us to touch other lives and speak into us. Father God, let us hear you. Um, allow us to open our hearts to you and, and do your do your bidding, Father God. Um, we put all our all our hearts desires in your hands, all our goals, all our dreams in your hands. Those are the best hands for God. Um, we pray and we put it in your hands in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Familia, thank you. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Have a blessed one.